Welcome to the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Your number one Orlando City podcast. For the fans, by the fans. Keeping you in the know on all things Orlando City since 2018. Welcome to another edition of the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We got Mike in the house. Alex in the house. We got a big, busy week. Three matches in in uh, seven days again. Two away matches and a homes sandwiched in the middle. So we got a lot to talk about. Let's get going. Alex, how are you doing so far, buddy? How are you tonight? I am not sanding cabinets tonight. I am back in the Orlando Lions Den South recording studios. And we're coming off an L first First L in quite a while, our second biggest win, our unbeaten streak, not win streak, unbeaten streak as a club. And let's talk about it. Let's explore if this is a fluke or if Mm -hmm. the temperatures are going down a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Mike, how are you feeling, buddy? I'm good, man. You know, it's, it's one of those things where, uh, I'm not stressing it too much, you know, obviously result, uh, at the weekend is not desirable, but things happened and situations were, were there here and there. And, you know, it is what it is. We'll talk about it here, but good to be back with the boys and, uh, talking through things. And we got two big games this week. So we all said that this, uh, this upcoming week was going to be huge with how many games we had with the games that we had and the quality of the opponents. So uh, put up a shut up time. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, but excited about this week, you know, cause I, this is going to be kind of like a, a telling point, right? This could be where we, Hey, this, this club's legit or Hey, let's um, we might need to make some adjustments still where the trajectory isn't quite going up based on that recent six match unbeaten streak, you know? So it's going to be interesting how, how it plays out, especially at home where we haven't been very good all season. So, but before we get into that, let's knock out the sponsors. You got myself comparing insurance, Liberty Mutual Company and uh, insurance is, you know, can be complicated and it's it's an expensive necessity and um, it's getting more expensive in the state. So it's always good to seek help. If I could help, be glad to just explore options or at least recommend what I can, because it's something that um, that navigating by yourself can be complicated. And we also have uh, Leo at his Epic Mortgage now. Uh, he's still doing what he's always done. He, he'll guide you through the home buying process, um, get you the, the loan at the best rate possible, walk you through. He helped me. It was great. Um, we got Field Turf USA. We just came from an L on that Field Turf, so not loving that today, but appreciate them and <laughs> and uh, the company overall. They do a lot of good things. And, you know, one of the things that they don't get enough credit for is a lot of these uh, pitches in urban areas and different areas and climates where you can't really grow grass. They have a lot of pitches and spreading the spreading the love of football nationwide with what they're doing. There's a lot of cool stuff they do. And um, also, last, we've got a new sponsor. we got Blue Inspections. My man, Mahir, if you have questions about that, hit me up. I'll direct you to him. You're, one of the things that... Um, is causing insurance rates to go up for your home is uh is certain con- the conditions of your home so you have a home inspection you could you could save hundreds and thousands sometimes um so if you have any questions about that hit me up uh, Mahir does a great job blue inspections all over the state of florida and uh that's just another thing we have another sponsor we have that try to help people out okay all right well let's get into the game we also have cleon cleon 
real quick. Hi, well, how you doing, bud? How you feeling, buddy? Cleon's back. <laughs> the the you go with your dad jokes already. Yeah, already, yeah. Wasting no time, <laughs> bro. I got I got locked and loaded. <laughs> None. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I'm I'm all right. I'm, just, I'm all right. I'm just old. Just old. That's it. I'm just old, hey, man. Look, clear. A couple weeks ago, I was like, doctor. We we I I left them on. I, I candid 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 podcast. You know, candid recording. I left it on a little longer the recording, and he was like, doctors. I don't need anything. And since then. You know, he's been, he's been, we're trying to tell him to go to one, but hopefully, uh, Cleon gets, 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 gets better soon. Cause no Pringles know. can this week, Cleon. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I got, I got Pringles can this week though, bro. Nice. Oh, nice. Nice. I got Pringles. You, you, that inspired too, me. you inspired me last week. Bro, no joke. So that I, I did. I got some too. Yeah. This well, well, show is also well, brought to you by Pringles. I wish. <laughs> well, it, well, Cleon, we, we, we had six, six games, six match on beat and streak. Went to New England. A lot of us kind of saw that it's going to be an L anyways, right? Or it's going to be tough. All right. How do you feel about the match? Not just because it was a loss, but about the performance. Do you do you feel like that, that made you feel like it, the, the streak was a fluke or it didn't really change your opinion? Or did it reinforce what you thought? Because there was some good moments in there. The XG was about the same between both teams, 0.9, I believe. Right or something like that. What was it, uh, Mike? I think you have that. And the shots were about the same. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like at least on the periphery. The stats didn't make it look like we got dominated. So, how do you feel about how that match went? For me, um, yeah, that that was that was that one. As soon as you saw the the basically the availability report, um, those are like you said, it was already going to be a tough match. It's in New England. We never do well up there. Um, and they're pretty good this year as well on top of that. So it was already going to be rough coming in. But then once you see we basically had half the starters out and all in very important players too on top of that, um, for me, that one was kind of scheduled loss. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was uh, nothing, nothing upsetting. I, I don't think it impacts me one way or the other as far as what we did leading up to that match because it was our B team basically. Um, it was basically our B team versus uh, um, their top, their top, uh, and, and they had they had all their guns out, man. So I mean, th- there wasn't too much you can do in that in that in that matter unless somebody was just going to go crazy, you know, and um, unless Ojeda or Caro or somebody was going to go crazy and and give you a brace or something. Um, going in, I was like, okay, uh, just hoping for a draw at that point, you know what I mean? So I mean, uh. Because because there was there was so little continuity as far as the lineup um, from that match from our previous six we had, we had got pretty steady um, you know Kyle is slotted in at, at the right um, you know Pedro's always there um, Faku was starting to find his groove over there on the right he's out as well um, you know Antonio Carlos and you know any time we split those two up it's normally an issue. Um, so, I mean, there, there just wasn't a whole lot you could realistically expect going into that match. Um, anything beyond the draw was going to be bonus. You know what I mean? For me. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Just to get some context, I mean, Orlando lost 3-1. to one. They went down 1-0. to zero. And then um, right when Ojeda was, should have scored, um, Earl Edwards, former Orlando City legend, Earl Edwards, a landlord, he he put on a strong. He had a strong left hand and and saved a 
a shot right up right by the post from Mojeda off mm. of like a off a volley. I mean, it was man, this guy's bad luck. He should be on seven, eight goals. Bro, he if, gets if, sorry, sorry to jump. Sorry yeah. to jump in. Ojeda, he gets a lot of like really close. It looks like he's just taking like wild shots on these on these uh volleys and stuff he yeah. does because he will even have his he back turned turn. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's always got one. his his back's normally like either completely to the goal or 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 like halfway towards the goal. It's almost so, like he winds up, right? Like, yes, it's, it's like, like it's wow. like it's just a spin pirouette like <laughs> type of right. volley. And it's like I have no idea how he even gets that close. He's he's at like three, four of those this season. He had the last like match too, right there. The last match, he 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 hummed one right by the goal, right mm-hmm. where he he would just there was like no space, and he was like, "I'm just gonna take a rip. I'm not even looking," you know. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we, we at the end of the match, we had 16 shots, four on target. They had 14 and four on target. You know, um, chances created one and one. But what happened is, right a few minutes after that second, the the Ojeda miss, um, or Earl Edwards save rather. They um Gustavo Bo got, got past Santos. I don't think he did bad. It just wasn't no inside help. Gustavo Bo on his weak foot, man, scored a banger, far post, you know, a curler uh, with his left foot, two nothing. So man, that was crippling. Then at halftime, uh Bobby made an early switch. God, I was mostly ineffective the first half. He brings in Duncan McGuire. And then I don't know if you guys heard it with the with the Apple announcer, but he was raving about Duncan McGuire. About how much of the an impact he made right away. He's pressing, he's holding the ball up, etc. You know, he's doing a good job, and he gets a goal. Mikey Holiday sends him across a little behind, but it was smart for Holiday to do that in the box. Good touch, I thought on it. You know, good weight. Um, and then Duncan does a lot of the work and and gets a goal, and it's two to one. And then we're sending people forward. You know, we're trying to get the third goal, and then they cut us apart on a on a on a transition on a counterattack. You know, like we've done other teams, and it's three to one. So, you know, it's three to one looks ugly. But um, Alex, what did you think overall of the of the performance? Then we'll go to you, Mike. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think any of us really. I don't think any of us last week predicted a win. Everyone said draw. So we had a lot of people out. We had a lot of people out going into New England. They're a tough team. They actually had more people than we thought they would. And I think, I I don't think we underachieved or overachieved. It's just, we, it it was the international break and losing two people to red cards. So we didn't have nearly half of our team out there. So it's not something that we need to, judge the entire season off of or judge the players off of but it did show a lot on who we depend on from right. the people that were out and we'll right, talk right. about that more and stock up and stock down yeah and, and one of the just to give a little context too that i mean the five people were missing was Fugundo torres um international duty with uruguay pedro um and wilder for peru and um and then we had Kyle Smith on red card suspension. We we have seen that inverted fullback that he was doing has been to a great effect. And as Cleon said, there was continuity. We were playing basically the same lineup during that streak, right, Mike? And then um and then we also lost Antonio Carlos um for suspension. So so you know, and I kind of don't mind it given that we had Faku, you know, Pedro and Wilder out three starters. I'd rather have 
you know, Kyle and uh, Carlos back for Philly at home, then, you know, like, you know what I mean? It's like it was going to be tough with those, without those three guys at New England anyways. And New England, in my opinion, they're even missing their, one of their best attackers in Barrero. Their, their DP comes off the bench too. They're nine. So they're still figuring out. They're going to make some additions, I think. And Bruce is a good coach in MLS. So I, I, and a loss out there isn't that, isn't that bad. But just give, um, you know, given the, the context of everything, I'm, I'm kind of with you guys. I don't know what the performance says. We, we haven't done a lot against good teams um this year really and so that that's my main concern that's been a bit of a theme and uh and i, I we still have trouble scoring goals and uh, i do think we opened up when we were down you know so that but part of that was because of the switch so i don't know mike what do you think what am i what am i saying what am i am i off there what do you think you're absolutely crazy man just crazy 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 well we know that <laughs> but what, what did i say it makes sense we know oh, oh about the game <laughs> got it uh <laughs> yeah. No, man, I, it's it's one of those ones where I'm like, I'm, I'm almost apathetic towards it. You know, it's hard to find the words to necessarily be upset. You got to look at the circumstances. As soon as I saw, obviously, knowing the international duty that we had, the suspensions that we had, and then I saw the, you know, obviously we're playing on that turf in New England and that it was raining the entire day and going to be raining the entire the entire game. At one point, I literally was just sitting there. I was like, just get out with no injuries and no suspensions. That's all I want, you know? And obviously, taking an L always stinks, especially when you were right. We were getting some consistency. Going into this game, we'd been starting the same lineup three games in a row, obviously getting results in all of those games. Um, and, you know, six six games in a row having a result prior to that total. A lot of that consistency was building and it was one of those things where it's like, okay, we've been doing it against lesser than teams. This is the step up. Obviously international duty and the way that the league likes to do things doesn't always work out. Some of us don't like it. I personally hate it. I don't understand why we don't pay attention to the international breaks, but it's something that we have to live with and survive with. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, and, uh, you know. I that, uh, oh, no. Go ahead. I was going to say that this is a club's choice too to play through the break. Yeah, that is true. Or, or, the the or club or does have shows? the the club does. As far as we know, we are given the option that if we don't want to play during the international break, we can choose that. It just means you're going to have more midweek fixtures throughout the year. So obviously, we chose against doing that. Uh, so that way, we have less of that congestion. But obviously, then we're it's one of those things that tests the squad depth. And I think our squad depth is actually pretty solid this year, but in this instance with the suspensions on top of it, easier said than done. But uh, I do want to go ahead and give a shout out to Duncan. Uh, that was a difficult goal for him to, to score in that game. Um, obviously it wasn't a, like a terrible cross put in by Mikey or anything like that. It was, it was, it was the cross that he was able to put in. Um, but a cross like that doesn't have a lot of power on it, which means the header is not going to have a lot of power on it. Um, that's just the way that physics works. And Duncan had to put that ball perfectly for it to go in. And he absolutely did. Um, and that's, that was definitely something I wanted to toss some praise on. Um, and, you know, obviously there would have been a, a, a near worldy by Ojeda, but Earl Edwards, uh, this, this poor guy, man, I feel bad for Martino Ojeda because there's at least three or four times so far this season that he's had darn near worldy goals <laughs> saved by a fingertip. Um, and it's just one of those things I feel bad for him, man. Cause he's, he, he, he could be sitting on seven or eight goals right now. 
uh, but he's just getting stopped by world-class saves. So, And it doesn't help that Earl Edwards Jr. came in in relief and also had a very good week, which is, yeah. I said last week, oh, it's not at home. We're not going to get a goalkeeper having a stand on their head performance. And yet it happened. Yeah. So it did. And the timing, bad the juju time, on me. Yeah. The, the, the timing sucked for sure. And you're right about the, Mikey that that is, he was at the top of the box. You can't like pepper that. The guy was a few feet away, a few yards away. So the fact that I like that he thought of that cross. So that was good IQ yeah. from Mikey, in my opinion, on that one. So, but, but like, but the, the credit gets to the IQ on Mikey and then Duncan's just that, I mean, the technique on that, it's just great. And he put it, he put it in a great spot, you know, I mean, he put it in that corner. So speaking of Duncan, uh, Clay, I'm going to go to you on this. Kata, the first half, I, I think I didn't kind of deserve to start. He hasn't scored in a couple of matches, but he's been doing a lot of the other stuff. Hold up's been fine, pressing, working hard, link up. You know, I thought he's been doing that fine. He almost had a couple of goals, you know, last match at home. He almost got on a couple of headers. You know, I thought he had some some chances. I don't think it was oh like Kata from last year where we're like you know if you're not going to score, you need to do the rest of the job, right? And I don't think that was the case. So I get why he started, but. It just, I don't know if whatever happened, he just, it wasn't working. He wasn't holding it up. Part of the situation with the revs is they play a diamond formation, a diamond formation. Um, you, you don't have, you, you're going to have a lack of width in that formation. If we don't, if you don't remember what it is, remember the Jason Christ teams, um, you know, a little trigger there, trigger warning, but um, you have a lack of lack of width. So the way to attack it is really try to right, get the ball from the midfield, but, but get in wide and behind. We weren't getting the ball. We weren't holding it up. We were going very direct with Kata and trying to win second balls, but we weren't getting keeping the ball in their half to bring in the fullbacks. But when Duncan came in, you saw that kind of stuff, right? So, Cleon, you got some some kind of numbers. You you have been leading. You've been the conductor. You have been the chief on the Duncan train since since you know we put that tape on right earlier this year, and then on our preseason match, when you I fell put it in on, love. I was it's crazy. Whoa, it's that crazy preseason match, I saw the butterflies. You fell in love that match. Yeah, yeah, bro. And it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy because when uh when we drafted them, we are actually putting on the tape to kind of clown. You know what I mean? Because it was like right, yeah. you know, it was it was like this, you know, this dude, he don't look, he don't look like a, he don't look like an athlete, really. Um yeah. I thought it was know, striker cow. I thought it was striker cow Smith coming. You know, I swear. And his name was then his name is Duncan, Duncan McGuire. And it's like, who's this dude, bro? All right? of the Holland of the Heartland. I was like, relax. Yeah, yeah. I, like I wasn't. I, I didn't. I didn't do as much. I didn't do as much deep diving into like you know uh, the draft and stuff this year. Um, so like, you know, I knew. I knew he was. I knew he was like the. You know the. I knew he was like you know the leading for the golden boot, all that type of stuff. But um, you know, I did. I hadn't seen it right, and so then we put the tape on. We were like, you know, like who, it's like who's this dude we just drafted, bro. You know, because we are going off the same type of thing, like vibe, like like uh, Jack Lynn, who also produces. But, you know, we like to make fun of him and talk about how big his head is and how he runs and things like that. Little arms. Right? Man, we, so we that's what, off so that's what I, so, I know. I really do. So, um, <laughs> He's such a good kid. And he, he does what he does. He scores so, where they put him. So we put, the really tape, we put the tape on thinking the same thing, bro. And then I was like, <laughs> I put it on first. And I was like, okay, let's find out who this kid is. Then I, I I hit Eddie up right after. I'm like, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yo, this dude looks legit. Yeah. And I was like, this dude looks legit, man. I don't know what's up. Like, um, 
Yeah, it was it was like right out right out like he jumps off the tape, bro. And then uh with the preseason game, we went to the preseason game and dude was just murdering. And yeah. you know, and he did it through the whole preseason, really. Um Right, right. And, and the thing that Captain Pete, you know, he's he's good with the with the he gets a lot of assists and 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 goals and like he's he directly contributes to goals. And he's also had a bunch of goals, well, where he didn't score the goal or even get an assist. But the goal was created by one of his actions. Right. In that preseason you know match, I mean? we we saw that. We saw him hold mm-hmm. up play in Petrasso, who who sent across into like Ojeda, right? Yeah. And then we, and the we one saw he did, him, and the one he did at home with Halliday as well. Right. And then we saw mm-hmm. him get a scruffy goal, right? You know, be in mm-hmm. the right place. And we saw him be physical, win a ball back, shoving dudes out the way, you know, like throwing dudes around. Yeah, and that was against FIU or whatever, but he's doing that against MLS players. Yeah, yeah and and so uh, the dude's just, that's just who he is, man. Um, some dudes are just, you know, some, it's, it's he's just one of those guys like, like Wondolowski. <laughs> you know what I mean? To where it's like, you look at the guy and it's like, okay. Mind you, Duncan McGuire, he's a lot more, he has a lot more physical presence than somebody like Wondolowski. But, you know what I mean? When you're just, when you're, when you're, when you're thinking up in your head and, and, and building in your head this elite striker or whoever, you know, you're not coming up with Duncan McGuire, just like you're not coming up with Wondolowski. You know what I mean? Someone that's who's not, built like a gym teacher. Yeah, that's not the that's not the vision you see. You know what I mean? So, um, but the guy, he he's just he produces, man. That's what he does. Yeah, dude, you have he, some numbers pertaining to that, he right? Goals. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the dude's still at he's still at uh over over a goal per ninety, which is, I mean, for reference, you talking about the guys at the top of the league, like uh. Uh, like Hani Mukhtar, uh, 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 Greek God over there in Atlanta. Giacomakis, Mwanga. Um, yes, Mwanga, all these dudes. All these guys, you're talking about, the, like, you're talking about their, like, 08, 09, 95, things like that. Um, and you see how much they score. Right, 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 right. Because they got the minutes for it. I mean, just math. Right? So... I think Cleon froze. We'll get back to him. Yeah, so, and I mean, I can kind of just yeah. pick up pick up where he left off there because if you look at if you look at the combination between Carr's numbers and Maguire's numbers, like between all competitions, they have ten goals between the two of them. You know, multiple assists as Duncan, well. That's oh, he's back. Yeah, yeah you're back, Cleon. Yeah, Cleon, you you froze after you're talking about the um point point eight point nine. Mukhtar, okay. those guys. Yeah, yeah. So, um, for a reference, for a reference point, when you think of you know, like goal scores and things like that, um, those are the levels. Those, those like when you talk about per ninety, those are the rates that these guys score at. Um, when you're talking about a guy like e- even the year where like it was it was Zlatan and 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 Joseph and Joseph going at it, um, Vela and all those guys, you're talking about like like 0.9 per 90 goals, which is basically a goal a game. That's how you end up around 30 or so over, you know, if you, if you play enough games, um, that's the levels this dude's producing at in his minutes. Um, it doesn't mean if you, you know, if you play him, you know, 90 minutes a game, he's always, he's going to keep that level up, but he's going to be very high because that's what he does. Um, so it's hard. The thing where it gets dicey is, 
the simple thing would be like, okay, if the dude's producing at an elite level coming into the league, you got to ride that and see how how good is this guy. Um, the issue is that our second most productive player is also a striker, and the way they play, yeah, kind of, yeah, it's it, the way they play. It's hard to it's hard to maybe come up with something to to where you can put them both in the lineup without also dropping your other most productive people who are your wings. Right. Um, so I understand that, but I, I feel my only, I, I mean, Carr, yes, he's been doing the little things, but mind you, Duncan does those things all the time as well. And you know what I mean? Even without the extra motivation of having to get benched, all these types of things. So it's in a, if, if it's in a vacuum and it's just Duncan versus Kara, then if it's me, I'm playing Duncan because he just he's producing more. Uh, how you many minutes I mean? has he played so far? He's only played like 417 minutes at this point. Bro. That's like there, four there, games. That's, yeah, five goals. So that there's your five, you know, exactly. And, so. and two assists. And, and two assists. And two assists. had three starts. That's the question I always ask is, is this one of those cases of he's coming off of the college schedule? He's not used to the intensity of MLS. Is that playing? I don't think he got it? no problem with intensity. No, or no, does I, he I, not I think, practice well? No, I, I think you well, the practice well. I, that's a good point, Ryder. I think there is something to that. I think there's a couple factors. Gotta still producing. Like Mike was saying, there's 10 goals between the two for a striker. That's good. It's good to have competition. It's good to have options. It's good to have two productive strikers. There's nothing wrong with that. And um, I do think Kata is suffering a little bit from, I think he does better with more of a, you know, a winger who's more direct like Gaston. Angulo cuts in and then he, he clogs in that space. And, and Angulo, I thought this time did a really poor job of this match, laying it off to Santos, you know, using that overlap. So I think, I think that, that is hurting Kata. I think Kata is better with Gaston and stuff and crosses, that kind of stuff. So point point being that that I, I do think, you know, there's usefulness from both of them, but I do think there is a, a, a rookie wall. There's been enough rookies where you've seen that happen. Um, and I think ultimately they want Kata to start and and then and then kind of manage it. Maybe Duncan takes over later, but I don't think they want to go into a season into the meet relying on Duncan, relying on a rookie and wearing out because then then, you know, you, you, what are you going to do then at that point? Because you said this before that that when when Kata comes in um when, when Duncan's productive right that's where you're kind of getting at Duncan's productive in small small batches right he's still productive and if he comes in and um if Kata comes in off the bench is he going to be productive right where yeah. where D- D- yeah Duncan just comes in as productive so in that case Cleon just asks you you do you keep starting do, in given our current climate do you start Kata for because of that reason yes that's so it's before I got cut off my uh that's what i was trying to get at um that that's where the that's where the that's where the conundrum is because while duncan i mean wild cars are second most productive player right um and you know in the in his you know if to my goals and assists um you know in this time that he's played cars are second most productive player we have but mind you duncan is more than doubled his output so um that's where that's where the issue is. Is uh, it's hard to say just bench Carr because Carr. I feel like Carr. If you just bench him, he's just gonna you know he's gonna 
he's just going to crater kind of. Yeah. I'm not saying like, like he's, confidence-wise, right? It seems like Yeah, I, I feel him. like I feel like I feel like to get the most I feel like if you start Duncan, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But Carr, I don't see Carr as a guy that you can bring in for short stretches. Like let's say okay, Duncan's not doing anything this game and he's like and you're like, "Okay, we got 20 minutes left, 30 minutes left to salvage something. Let's bring in Carr." The way Carr plays, he has to build into a game. You know what I mean? Carr has to build into a game. So hes I don't think he's made to come off the bench. It's either you got to start the dude or you don't play, the yeah, way I see I think, it. I think um, right. and, Duncan, Duncan, he's he goes right at it like as soon as as soon as he's on the pitch. Like you've seen him many times when he as soon as he comes on, mm-hmm. something happens. Like right, right immediately after. Like whether mm-hmm. whether he gets a goal, assists a goal. Or wins a ball back, or or wins a ball back to create a chance at a goal. Um, So I feel like at this point in time, you can you can use Duncan off the bench rather than Carr, only because um, Duncan I think is he's he's better suited to do it. Yeah. Um. Than than Carr is. Yeah. I I think Duncan's more willing to to accept that role as well. But you're well, a yeah, he's a rookie too. So. You play your pay your dues and all that, and 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 I think I think talking about practice, I see I so I watched Duncan at halftime when they're kicking the ball around. The dude's nice. kicking bricks everywhere. Like he's like Mason was like, "Bro, what are you doing?" Like maybe it was a bad day, but he was just not hitting the long passes. He might be, but also Oscar wants certain people, certain spots. They want to have her system. Gotta has been in this during the Colorado match, right? I remember yeah, yeah, that yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta has been in this system and those were so God has a clean technical player, usually, right? He's got good technique and stuff like that. And practice, I could see him being in the spot he needs to be in. Duncan's still probably, you know, figuring that out a little bit, a little wild, you know, it's a little he got a little you know, little Bronco. They got the road in Nebraska to them, you know. That, that's how I kind of, I kind of feel. So, Mike, Mike, where do you stand? I mean, do you see the numbers? Math is mathing. We're yeah, talking no, math, about and you just double down on the math, or or is no, it a math, game? Math oh, is it, definitely mathing. One last part I wanted to ask too. The second part: Do you think the fact that he's a DP is is it, you know kind of forces it a little bit? Where you could say God has a God has a DP. <laughs> we we want this to work out. The ulti, the best case scenario is for this to work out and Duncan. He will still get production off the bench, and he will accept this role. Where gotta maybe a little bit like Lukaku, where he gotta be the man, or he's real sensitive about it and not very productive. I mean, that could definitely be the case. Um, but if that is the case, that, that's the coach's decision, man. Coach has to be the one to to nut up and and say this is this is what's happening. Um, and realistically, I think if push comes to shove, Oscar is a guy who can do that. If not, the Bazans, we we know that they can definitely uh, say some things. So or send a DM, one of the two. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, for me, man, uh, I said early on in the season when we started to see like. Er- early days when Carr was like not really scoring much before he kind of took off and Duncan was a little bit more positive and Ramiro was getting in there a little bit more. I said, I think we're going to be a striker by committee kind of team. Um, I, I see that happening. I feel perfectly, perfectly content saying that I still feel that way, that it is still going to be a striker by committee team. Nothing's changed for me as far as I'm concerned. I will say that I think that we need to be a little bit more cognizant of when we're going to make those kind of decisions, because realistically in retrospect, looking at it, 
Carr never should have been a striker starting against New England. The game plan for the most part was to sit and defend. And Cara is, you're right about him being technically sound, but he's not a player that really goes out. And in, in our entire time of him being in Orlando, he doesn't create his own chances. This game was going to be something that was going to call for if a striker was going to get in an opportunity to take a shot or try and try and score. It was going to be something that he created because we were attacking so minimally. So Carr wasn't going to do that. Duncan is a little bit more of the Daryl DK type where he can be a bull in a China shop and can make something out of nothing if he needs to. Obviously, he got service and that ended up happening. And there's nothing to say that Carr wouldn't have scored the goal that Duncan did because there's a, you know, it was a free header for Duncan. He had nobody on him. He got up there and put it. Carr is taller. He realistically probably could have gotten up there too. And who's to say he wouldn't have put it in the exact same spot. We don't know. We can't like, you know, if, if, ifs and buts, you know, that, that old whole saying, but uh, for, for me, it's still going to be a striker by committee kind of situation. I think that we're going to be likely to see Duncan get a couple starts here and there soon. And the reason that I say that is because Carr has just simmered down a little bit. He's still doing a lot of the intangibles that are good, and he's still pressing. He's do, doing all of the things that we wanted to see out of him last year. He's still doing a lot of those things. I think this week, again, like I said, wasn't just the week, just wasn't the week to start him. I, I felt that it would have been a good time for him to take the weekend off, um, not just because of the fact that the game plan didn't suit his style of play. But, you know, I, I think that, since he's cooled down, Duncan's still hot. I think it's going to be time that he's going to start seeing some starts here and there. I'm looking forward to seeing when that happens and how he does it. I still support both players. I think they're both going to do great. And you mentioned one thing earlier. You mentioned the rookie wall that sometimes gets hit. He's not playing enough to hit a wall right now. So kind of yes, at sir. least let him, at all. We, we got to at least let him, you know, Get try and hit that wall first. Yeah, he hasn't even, he he has even gotten 500 minutes. The right, wall Alex, ain't exactly. even popping up on Google Maps yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that wall is farther from Duncan, the rookie wall, then Miami Stadium is to my uh, South Beach. No, man, that that wall is still loading on MapQuest, and Duncan's <laughs> googling what the heck is MapQuest because he's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, he's hey. like, do we print those out? Yeah, MapQuest. Oh, <laughs> hey, um, a lot of what the, a lot of what the question boils down to is is when you got a player that's producing at that type of level and you're struggling to score goals at what point, at what point are you doing the, the team of the service right. <laughs> to, to wow. keep, to keep that player sitting on the bench or for, for me, I, I already said I would keep starting car until, I mean, until he just completely loses, like how he's playing at the beginning of the season where he just wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and that's honestly, that's only because of his status. Um, he's DP. That he yeah. he's a DP because because it's like I said, yeah, he's doing the little things, but Duncan does does those anyway. It's true. It's true. So like the the little things we're praising Car for, Duncan already does anyway. And you should do as a so, DP anyways, yeah, bro. It's not yeah, like so, it's not like it's special. So when when the when the little things when you have both guys doing the little things, and Duncan probably does the little things better than Carr. Um, but then Duncan's also scoring at a better rate. It becomes at what sir, at what point are you doing a, a disservice? But the problem also lies. Cars are second most productive outside of right. He's our second, so you can't really pull him. 
No, no, but, but so, I, I think so. Oscar, Oscar needs to do a better job of managing those minutes. Is what he, is what the problem is. Like, that's like agree. Just, that's, so, like, yes. like, like playing playing your leading scorer and and like goal goal minutes. producer twelve minutes at the end of a match is insanity. Mm-hmm. Especially like, in a situation where you need goals. Like yeah. if you're down a goal or two, yeah. bring, need, bring him on yeah. with 12 minutes to go. Bring him on with 12 not, minutes. It's it's crazy. And, um, and to, with, to me, good. So so it's I mean, for me, I would start Carr for now um, mm-hmm. until he just completely just plays himself out of it. And yeah. I'm not saying he will. I'm not saying he will do that. But um, I would give him a chance to just keep starting. But Duncan's minutes need to go up. You you can't a dude that's playing that way. You can't just. You can't like Duncan went just like how we were talking about every everything we we praise Carr for doing in his run, Duncan's done it anyway. Like even though okay, Carr scored in four out of five right before that started, Duncan has scored out of four out of five. You know what I mean? And then we sat him for playing twelve minutes a game at the end of the thing. So yeah. it's like so you have to he he needs to get this split a lot better. Like like mm-hmm. give sixty to give 60 to card and 30 for Duncan or something, but you can't be playing that. You can't have that type of production on a team that's starving for production sitting on the bench until the 82nd minute or whatever. It's insanity. Right. And one of the things I wanted to say too, is like we were great. We're grading cut on the curve a little bit, partially because we don't score a lot. You know, he, he's doing these things and he, he, the, 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 I've been saying, I've been the, when, one of who've been pushing that narrative about how little strikers score in Oscar's system. So, you know, so that that's already graving it on the curve a little bit. So, but, but he's not like, you know, he's not like, he's not bad, but he's not like what you want a DP to be either, to be honest, you know, it's not, you're, you didn't hit a home run with this DP. I mean, he didn't cost a lot or anything like that, but, but the point, my, my real point is like, you, you've invested in him. He's not bad. He's our second most productive player. And, uh, um, and, you know, in different scenarios, you know, who knows if Duncan's as productive as he starts. It doesn't mean his goal, the same amount of production would happen if he's a regular starter. Sometimes minutes takes, inverted with the with the production yes. double. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And this is the question. So to me, it, right now we're getting we're getting, you know, like we're getting to, let's say, like four, four goals, like just just a simple math, like four. To me, if you you put like you start Kata, you play Duncan more. You get like three and one or two plus two is four. But I, I I don't think you get to four if you invert it is what I'm trying to get to. Right? Like like Duncan starting, spot starting, like let's say Wednesday against Philly uh, and coming in sooner, you, you'll equal, let's say this, a made of number four, right? Four goals or whatever, production of level four. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just picking a number. But if you put Duncan to start and got it, then I think you get you end up getting two or three. You get what I'm saying? Or let's say 100% production from your strikers by starting Kata and putting in Duncan in reasonable times, like like Cleon's saying. But if you start Kata, that makes a little more sense. If you start Duncan, you put and then you put Kata, then it's like 75% production. So we get the most out of our striker duel or striker, our most productive players by starting Kata and bringing in Duncan. Does that, that make sense? I think I landed it okay, but that's kind of what I'm getting at. Can so, I throw a yeah. hand grenade into this? Yeah, go ahead. A hand grenade? Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a couple of other draft pick strikers that we've had that have gone on to better things. Yes. Kyle Aaron had 1,800 minutes and 24 starts. 
in his rookie year in 2015. He scored 17 goals. He went up to 2,400 minutes, scored 14 goals, 2,100 minutes. I believe he was injured in in that year and only scored 12 goals. Daryl DK, in contrast, 2020, obviously the COVID year, 15 starts, 1,200 minutes, eight goals, and then 15 starts, 1,300 minutes, 10 goals. Why? What changed? Yeah, Why I mean, tape? They got tape on them. Different, you know, stuff like that. I think, I think that contributes to it. But yeah, that's, that's a good question. Coming back from injuries, uh, the, the team could be a little different. They got some tape on it, so yeah, that that, that I, you can't just extrapolate the numbers and assume he's going to just do that the whole time. That's just not not fair, you know, to do. So and there's I'm a drop. There, like, are are we going to assume that? we could assume, oh, he's going to drop off or we could assume he's going to build up. And I'm going to be the optimist and say he's building up to something better. Yeah. So we got to yeah. work with Kara. Kara is still producing. It's been a couple of weeks since he scored, but he still needs to be fed. Nothing right. wrong with that. Right, right. Uh, yeah, like I Mike said, by committee. Yep, that's a, that's the best approach right now. Now, guys, uh, stock up, stock down on this on this uh, New England match. We we're on agreement. It's not really telling, given the the roster limitations we had. Um, five five starters out, etc. So uh, let's do stock up, stock down. Cleon, who do you got? Stock up, stock down. Uh, stock up. I got my boy Duncan. I don't know if I, I don't know if uh, surprisingly, I don't think I've ever done a stock up for Duncan. Really, you don't, you don't want to be too much of a so. homer. I don't yeah. think so. Um, so yeah, I'll, oh no, 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 no. I did, I did once, and that's when Enrique's went down. I remember that now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, I would say stock up, Duncan. Um, stock down. I'll go Felipe. Yeah. He ain't do nothing for me this match. Yeah. Yeah. He, he flopped and didn't get a call too. Hold on, come on, bro. Let's mm-hmm. like, you got one job, you know. <laughs> All right, uh, Alex, stock up, stock down. What do you? It's it's tough. It's tough to get stock down, stock up, stock down for this kind of match, right? So, what do you? Who do you got? Uh, stock up because honestly, Angulo, even though he didn't have the best match, he was still looking pretty good. He was. He was coming back. He ran back a lot for defense. So he was honestly the only reason we probably didn't get a fourth, in my opinion. But stock down, um, I said Mason last week because in preparation in that age kind of well, I'm not going to hate on him again. But can I say Felipe? Because – yeah, why not? I mean, that's he, okay. He 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 clearly made made it look like Wilder is gonna keep that role for a long, long time. So for sure, well, Mike, how about yours? I mean, I'd like to give a stock up to to Duncan as well. Obviously, good mm-hmm. good goal coming off uh, you know coming off the bench. Um, I, I will give us 
um, a little bit of a stock up bump to, to Mikey as well. Obviously Mikey didn't get burned on any of the goals or anything like that. And uh, he did have the assist there. Uh, stock down. I'm going to go ahead and give to, to, to Poppy a little bit, just because of the fact that I think the man management and game plan for this game, a little questionable for me, if you watch the first half and then up until we gave up a goal, it looked like the game plan of before that was just to ride out a zero zero tie. And obviously that's frustrating from, in, in my opinion, um, obviously circumstances be damned. It's just, Anytime it looks like you're trying to play for a zero zero draw, it's just boring to watch. So it gets a stock down for me. Right. Okay. I, I like that. That that's bold. Um I stock up, you know, I you guys kind of hit them all. I do think Mike Mikey a little credit to tracking back. I thought it was physical on defense. Got a yellow card way too early. That was not a yellow card at all. That was dumb. But I thought he, he fit on defense. He he yeah, he, he I mean he had some Jones and and Boatang are fast guys. He, he he tracked back and did well several times to so give him credit for that Duncan that changed the match but I want to give my stock up to someone you guys haven't mentioned to Ojeda I thought he made some good runs some good passes should have had a goal and I thought he worked hard for the most part so I'm gonna give that little shout out to Ojeda my stock down's a little bit of surprise it's not a really down because like uh, Mike said I mean Alex said he tracked back he worked hard but uh, Angulo buddy just use Santos like Use the overlap. Just this is him cutting inside is getting predictable, and then reversing the shot. You know, like I, I, you know, you know. Let's just let's let's change it up a little bit. Let's, you know, that they're reading that that cutting and right. If you could just lay it off, a little back heel, a little slide roll pass, a little, you know, just play Santos in. I think we'll have we'll have a good threat there. Santos looks frustrated, busting a gut for fifty yards. Just for the guy to go up there and just you know throw a brick up against the the rafters is not is not helpful. So it's not he's been one of our best players. I'm not it's I'm nitpicking because I don't think there's a lot to take from this match. You guys already got Felipe. I thought, you know, a little shout out to Rodrigo. I don't think he necessarily did anything wrong. He came in there. Mason, I don't think it was his fault either. No. And uh, you know, so that's I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just you know nitpick and, and pick him uh for, for that. So we got you what know, you got, you got a face. What is it? What's that? I almost, um, I almost gave my stock down on uh, Mikey. You did. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, well, but, well. Let me say something too, to to that. No, go ahead. I, I might need to add to it because, yeah, go ahead. Go for it. I think I, I was, I was, I was literally like right on the edge when I was trying to come up with a stock down. I was like, I was right there. I almost gave it to Mikey, and it's going to sound like it's crazy, but it's uh, from. I just, um, I don't know, man. I think I like. I think I, I like the I like I think Stay I like it. the inverted I think I like the inverted uh, Kyle Smith better, bro. Kyle Smithchenko. I think yeah. when, I when it so. comes, I think it's I think I think I like that better than how we use Mikey, bro. It, the question: Do you think? Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. I was gonna say, is that though a, a stock down on Mikey, or is that a stock down on Poppy for not trying to implement that with Mikey? You could you could give it to, tr- you could give it to whoever. Well, I mean. The thing, um, the thing I, I see, it, do it. the way I see it is, I feel like if if he thought that was Mikey's Mikey's bag, he would. That's what he would do. I agree. agree. You know what I mean? I don't think he could do it. And I don't also, think he too, can either. And look, look, Mikey, the assists, great. I thought it was smart. I said it earlier. Tracking back, good. But it, well, this is a little bit of a allowance because of his age. But he makes the wrong decision, the wrong type of passes all the time. He had yeah, like four, that, he had four crosses. He had four crosses and he just sent one. It was a lot of ways, one. bro. He had one where Earl Edwards, he was like, bro, 
Ojeda, I think, and Caro or whatever. It was like they, they ran to the post. Look at Santos's cross. They don't all get there, right? But they look like they're the right type in the right place to me, you know? And uh, and uh, and and Mikey, he just like oh, like blasted one right to Earl Edwards. I'm like, bro, put it on the ground, you know. Yeah, I was, that comes with that comes with reps. So, but I was frustrated. He he is is he is wasteful, and they they're giving him that space, and he's got to do something with it, man. But right now, we I was asking when Kyle's gone, when Kyle, you know, when Kyle's gone, is the inverted, you know, and the inverted right back to Joshua Kimmich, is it done? And I don't, I don't know. I don't know because, (laughs) but I think, I think this game, I said it on the dad, I think because they were playing a diamond, the way you attack the diamond is by going wide. So I think this match made sense for Mikey to not do it. So I don't know if he's not going to, but if you're not going to do it, you're not going to do it against a diamond because you you, want to get out of the midfield because it's clogged. You got two strikers and then, you know, midfields there. So you, you want to get it. So I don't think, so I'm not stocked down on Poppy for that. Um, even if he, even if he can do it, it was not the match to do it in my opinion, but, but Mikey, bro, like, you know, just gotta sometimes just put it on the ground. Sometimes, you know, that's why I'm giving him props on the cross to, to, to Duncan. Cause it was smart. Cause normally I thought he was just going to hoof that into somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the fact that I had touch, I was like, okay, he's getting it. You know, that's why I gave him credit for that. But speaking of that guys, okay, let's get right to it. Philadelphia on home Wednesday. What's our home record? Three wins. How many losses? Oh, I forgot, man. It's, I got it here. Um, it is uh, home it record is, is not good. Yeah, our home record is is not not, not great. great. I, got, I got it right here. Yeah, exactly. Okay, home. We are three, three, and three at home, which is still second worst in the East to the Alex Ryder's hometown, Chicago Fire. So we're second in the. We're not the worst in the East anymore. Second worst. In the East, um, but still have twice the attendance with one third the capacity. Right, exactly, and uh, and a quarter of the you know the size of the city, if that, and a tenth of the size. So, uh, shout out to Orlando for that. Um, okay, we got Philly at home. Philly's always, you know, they've been productive. They're you know they're always uh, near the top. They're in fourth right now. Um, so they they have uh, games played. They got a game in hand on Nashville and New England, and they're at thirty points right now. One point six, one point seven six points per game and goals for they got 28 we got 23 their defense 17 20 so they overall their goal differential is 11 so they're they're not putting up goals like they were before but they're still very productive but um real quick i want to ask you guys lineup wise uh, what are you guys looking for lineup to tomorrow uh i mean sorry wednesday uh against philly did does kyle kyle start real quick just go around the the corner i'm just gonna go around everybody yes or no mike kyle back in our right back yeah. Alex? Oh, yeah. Cleon, yeah. That's a yeah from you, right? That's wow, a... look at that. Kyle Smith locked in at right back. Woo! What a, what a <laughs> time to be alive. Who would have thunk it? Who would have yeah, thunk it? Yeah, who would have? Yeah, exactly. Duncan yeah, McGuire. It's counting. like, look, look at us. Look at yeah. us. Look at right, us. Look at us. Who would have thought it? Exactly. Bro, I, was running Kyle, bro, I was running Kyle down all, all the first half of the season, but this dude's washed, bro. Right. Yeah, you're but, like, this but, is why. But it, it took, it might have took like two, three seasons, but I think they might have found something for him, bro. Right. The dude was a midfielder his whole, for, for his whole career, pretty much. Um, the, Mike and uh, um, uh, Starkata, I mean, no, Starkata again or Duncan, short week, you know, but reward the uh, the goal scorer and the guy who kind of helped us get back in the match. Or do you, you keep Kata going? Kind of go back to the. It's likely going to end up being a uh, situation where I could see Kara still starting this one just because mm-hmm. it's game at home. 
it's a game against, you know, against Philly, who uh, just for context, Andre Blake, Damian Lowe, Olivier Mbizo, and possibly most importantly, uh, Daniel Gazdog all on international duty. So they're going to have a depleted side as far as we're concerned as well. Um, I, I could see Kara still getting the start. And since it's three games in eight days, uh, it's going to be a, a healthy dose of switching. It could be a halftime sub again. If not, it's probably going to be closer to a 60 minute sub to keep those legs fresh. Um, Duncan is probably going to start one of these two next two games though. It's just, I'm not sure if it's going to be Philly or Seattle. I, I see him starting one of them. Alex, you Duncan, Duncan time, Duncan season for this one rotation, or do you save him for the turf on Saturday against Seattle? That's tough. I I do think that Duncan is going to see majority of the minutes in the next 180. Uh, I think he gets the start at home. I think they work off of his momentum. The fact that he could get at least 60 to 70 minutes before tiring out and then put car on late or Enrique for that matter. And that'll really depend on how we do in the first half. If we Mm. can get a lead, Mm. take him off, put on car or Enrique, which I think both will be on the bench in that matter. And let's see, we've, we've got a better defense in this match. Definitely. I'm hoping to see one or two people back from international duty, but that is really dependent on a lot of air travel. So we'll yeah. see. Are are you guys another thing? Are you guys, you know, throwing Faku and and uh and Wilder and right back in the lineup? I'd hope for work. Wilder more than Faku. I don't think Faku's gonna mm-hmm. get back in time, but Wilder is a it it would be nice to have him back more than anything because Felipe clearly was not a good substitute. Well no. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say, as far as I know, I believe tomorrow or early this morning or, or, or well, Tuesday, I should say. Sorry, I think this is going to be dropping tomorrow, which is Tuesday. So Tuesday morning, Peru is playing Japan, and I believe that's the final game of the window for them. And tomorrow night, so Tuesday night, Uruguay is playing Cuba, which is the final game of the window for them, which means realistically, I think we should have them back for the weekend against Seattle. Um, and granted with travel and whatnot, if they are back and able to play against Seattle, they Pedro, Wilder, Faku, I'm completely content with all of them playing because so far Faku hasn't played a minute on international duty. He didn't play the first friendly at all. He wasn't even on the bench. Um, so I don't know what that is from as far as Bielsa goes. I'm sure that means he's probably going to be playing this upcoming game, um, tomorrow against Cuba, but found it very interesting that he didn't play, but uh, as, or even yeah, feature- but if he doesn't play tomorrow he's got the shortest flight so mm-hmm. we got a chance at him on Wednesday uh, I wouldn't hold my breath for that because it's a short shorter flight sure from Uruguay mm-hmm. to, to Florida but it's uh, that's still a heck of a flight to get up yeah. one night fly out the next morning get here in the afternoon and then be expected to play a game yeah, and for Pedro, a goalie coming in like that is one thing, but a, a winger, how much they ask for him, that, that's a lot. I, I I give these guys the time off, you know, but for sure. But get them ready for Saturday. I throw them out there on Saturday. Now, Saturday. guys, we talked – yeah, we talked about Kyle Smith, and uh, I talked about, hey, against a diamond, maybe it's best to go with the wide attackers. Philly plays a diamond. So that changed anybody's mind, or are we still rolling out Kyle Smith? 
They're playing diamond. My thing yeah. is the the Smithchenko role has been working. Yeah. Let's see it against a better team. Okay. It's been working against the, bad, the, the the teams that are more bottom of the barrel. Let's see if it works against a better team. If it doesn't work against a better team, then we mm-hmm. kind of have our ideas of what we want to go with that. But it's worth trying because it's been successful. So we got to see it successful against better better opponents. Yeah, for sure. Fair enough. But now with Ambazio out, the, the right back for Philly, I would like to see us really attack that that area. Try to control the midfield a little bit with Gazdag out. I mean, he, he's that that Orlando's had troubles with that third runner, you know, and Gazdag has gotten us like that. Just, you know, you, you got a Carranza and Ure both up top is their normal formation. Carranza can get behind and then then Gazdag could can, you know, just run with the ball or or make that 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 kind of be that third person in the box. So it's gonna be interesting what they do. Um this this uh they have good center backs too with Belly and Glessons. Um, but we have Joe Bendix, so hopefully he reverts back to Joe Bendix form when he was here at the end, and it's not good. And hopefully he doesn't have our Earl Edwards type type match against us. Where he didn't you know, last he time? Yeah, he didn't last time. That's true. We 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 put two on him right early, or what? Did he end up three? It was a two two. No, it was it was two one two one, two, one was the two, one, two one. Yeah, that's right. Two one. Ojeda and Duncan got goals right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And but um. So what do you guys think for score wise, Cleon? What do you think at home, Philly? Are we gonna are we gonna start? We're we gonna get over five hundred. I mean, are we gonna get into the positive column on the home because three 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 home uh, record right right now? Man, that's I don't know, man. It feels like at some point you gotta you gotta do it right, but it it don't feel like this is the point. But I don't know. Let's go two two draw. No. I feel like we get two. I feel like if we get two, we should we should win. Okay. Do you, do you think? Uh, okay, so two two one win kind of thing. Mm, I hope so. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I hope so, bro. We got we got to turn it around at some point. I just but like my like that's that's literally just like analytics just making this answer for me because I'm just like it, I just feel like it just can't keep going that same way all the time. At some point, you just got to win one, right? But the feeling wise, it don't feel like we're going to. Right, right. And now with the people we're missing too. I mean, like I would like to have Faco and Pedro and oh, I didn't even think about that part of oh Lord. Yeah, this loss. Two one. <laughs> oh dang. Two one. Oh, another is it is it uh we 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 have the lead to lose it or, or how, how does it how does it play out? Mm-mm. Same is it gonna play out the same as this one? We just went off. Okay. You gotcha. Well, so far, Kyle Butler had tweeted out Orlando City versus playoff teams were one four and four so far. So that you know, we gotta we gotta beat a we gotta beat a someone good at home at some point. Mike, is this the week it happens? So we are one four and four against those playoff teams. That one is against Philadelphia, <laughs> and I think that we are going to win the series against Philadelphia. So six points ahead. from Philadelphia. We are going to take six points off of Philly. I'm booking it right now. We're going to beat them three to one. And Duncan is going to bag a brace. Bag a brace. Double dunk, double Duncan. All right. Oh, we're double Duncan. A little double shot of uh, some Duncan. Double All espresso. Right. Exactly. Alex, are you jumping on that, that positivity? I was, I was going to call an L until Mike talked. So now <laughs> I'm going to bridge the middle. I think. We're going to get a result. We're going to get a 2-2 draw. I was going to say we're going to – I was originally going to say a much worse thing, but I'm going to say a 2-2 draw 
And I think that we're going to get out of this and get four points out of this run, which, as I said last week, is better than is about par. It's not great. It's not terrible, but it's not something to wind the clock back. I still think the clock is pretty even. So, Okay. Gotcha. I, I, I'm going to try to be positive too, because I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous that this stretch is going to, it's going to, you know, expose it. Granted, look, I haven't had the highest expectations, probably maybe the lowest of the group. I've been saying fourth place to seventh place. And I, I think that's who we are. I think that's who Poppy is. It is what it is. That's who we are. Um, but, but this, this is where, to me, this is the stretch of the season where it tells us if we're closer to fourth or closer to seventh. Right. And uh, we, you know, even though I think Kyle had that tweet too, that against, I think the teams we've beat are 23rd, 24th, or 27th at home. Like they're, they're bad teams. And, uh, and I'm going to be positive and by being positive, I say we get a draw and say one to one, you know, and uh, it's a decent performance. And then we, we go out to Seattle on Saturday. Um, I don't know if we could, if it's a win, I do think they're missing some key pieces. But so are we plus add our home form. We might be ideal. back to full strength by then. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how, if, if that's going to be realistic in my opinion, but, but um, the, uh, I'm going to say a draw and uh, with a decent performance, meaning it's not one nothing. And then we, we, um, we blow it at the end. Not like that. So I'm not sure how it's going to play out. I don't think that's going to happen. But it's going to give us some positivity. We're going to say, okay, we're not frauds. Uh, we we can't hang in there a little bit, and let's build from there. And I'm going to give the goal to Ojeda. Finally breaks through, man. Give the guy a break, you know? A banger outside the box. He's due. He's due. So Does he have one at home? He does. His first goal was at home, I believe. Off of like a rebound or something, wasn't it? I don't think so. I think his first, I think his first one was that breakaway one, right, on the road? No? What's He's got to go against Philly. He's got to go against Miami. Where's the third one? I'm looking there right now. A, there was a tapping at home late. Maybe. Yeah, he got a, he got a goal in, at, at home at one point. So yeah, he does have one at home. I'm, I'm 99 sure of that. And he, yeah, um, but yeah, okay, guys. And then we have Seattle on the road. So uh, Mike, Seattle's missing some folks, right? Yeah. So Seattle, we got uh, Gold Cup duties coming up so jordan morris um jordan morris is gone christian rolled on alex rolled on uh xavier ariaga also out but i think he might end up being back because he's just out for friendlies so but gold cup action we'll definitely see morris and the rolled on brothers being gone yes and that's going to be helpful seattle we, you know we've done a job on the road there before but they're they're a good team. I think personally, I think Kata starts Wednesday and I think Duncan starts on Sunday, because Saturday, because we need, we're going to play counterattack more at home. We try to get a little more possession. Kata's, I think Bobby finds him more suited to that. And then we, we see Duncan on Sunday. Uh, I mean, Saturday, I keep saying Sunday, Saturday in Seattle. And uh, just because we were going to be, you know, muck it up and try to it's catch, basically a, catch an account. It's basically going to be Sunday at that rate. Right, right. My On my calendar, it shows like Saturday and Sunday because it's so late, you know. So, but uh, on Sunday, I'm just going to go, again, Saturday. At Seattle, I'm going to go ahead and say we're going to lose that one two to nothing on, on uh, against Seattle just because 
I just don't like playing out there. It's a long trip. It's a lot of games. It's hard to feel like positive about a third match in a week, you know, and then going across the country. One thing is I have three matches in a week, but one, the third one being across the country, that's a lot to ask right there. So Cleon, what's your score prediction for Seattle? For Seattle? Yeah. All right. Seattle, um, that's on the road, right? Um, yeah, that's a yep, loss, bro. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, are you are you gonna get nervous? You you got us two. That's three losses in a row. You get nervous about Ooh. the season. Your predictions. I mean, we got one in New England. I said this is a zero point. It, it depends. It depends. It depends on. It depends on how. I, I'm fully sure they'll they'll pull some type of result out out of yeah, one of these. It's very Orlando City to like yeah, they, they'll lose lose. Well, I don't know if they'll today. win, but I feel like. I feel like they'll get at least a draw out of one of these. Um, both of them feel like losses coming up. Um, I don't know. Maybe the Seattle. Maybe we can get Seattle. Okay. So, I, for, <laughs> so for now, I'll go one-one draw. Okay. All right. One-one draw. Mike, Seattle. I mean, they got our our, our boy uh, Rudy Diaz, as we like to call him. Rudy Diaz. <laughs> Came <laughs> up for the longest time. Thought his name was Rudy Diaz. I thought his, his actual name was Rudy. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I thought his actual Rudy, name was Raul, Rudy. and I thought I thought <laughs> I thought Rudy was his middle name, <laughs> and then and then Diaz was his last name, and I just thought they just said it all together. Raul Rudy Diaz, like I just thought they like to call him by his full name. And I, I did a really poor Photoshop of the movie Rudy, and I put his face over Rudy's face, and just changed Rudy out to Rudy Diaz. Oh, wow. <laughs> Never seen that in the group chat. Rudy oh, Diaz. Yeah. I'll send it to you. I'll put it in the chat in a minute. Uh, yeah. But uh, I'm I'm pretty much with Cleon. I think we can, especially getting Pedro back. I, I feel us salvaging a draw out there. Um, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and stick same same one one score. And uh, I, I need no hate a banger. I do. I've been I've been helping for one for a minute. Yeah. So man. he's come so mm-hmm. close to many bangers. He has. He has. Man. He's. I mean. Hey, just flying them next to them, you know, right next to the goal. So I think that third goal, the first goal he had was Charlotte at home. Yep, Charlotte um, at home in the loft. Charlotte at home. Mm-hmm. Maria, he, yeah, he, he got that right. one in. Yep, okay. Alex, what do we got, Mr. Positivity? Feeling more positive about the trip to Orlando, to be honest, because I think we're going to get some friends that are going to meet us in Seattle. We're not going to be sleepless in Seattle. I think we're going to be 2-1 win. I think – we're going to get a Ojeda goal in the first half and a Facundo goal off the bench in the second half. 2-1 nice. win. I like it. Four like points. A little bit of positivity in this long spread. That would be huge, man. Four points against those two teams would be huge. So, guys, shout-outs. Let's wrap this up. Uh, we, we, um, we got a match on Wednesday and then away on, on Saturday against Seattle. Uh, next month starts the league's cup and everything so it's gonna be a lot of action going on a lot of uh a lot of big big matches coming on the, the orlando missed a couple opportunities with weaker opponents beat some weaker opponents and right now the, there's less weaker opponents up in the upcoming schedule so shout outs uh we'll start with you alex you go ahead first <laughs> shout out to Concacaf in general uh Congrats to the United States men's national team on being 2023 CONCACAF Nations League champions against Canada. Five goals against both Mexico and Canada. I mean, don't get me wrong. 
the match against Mexico was basically the final for me. It was more entertaining. It was more dynamic in a way. There was four red cards, a lot of uncontrolled hatred and throwing of beer, which triggered me for the good old issue that Orlando had back in the day. But yeah, yeah, I'm happy for the U.S. It's CONCACAF Nations League is still establishing itself as a valid uh, competition. U.S. has won it both times, but it's great. It's fun to see. It was weird to see the locker room celebrations where they're singing High School Musical, but... Makes you feel old. It did make me feel old because <laughs> I had to think about that. But mm. because the, a lot of those guys are probably a, pretty young when that came out. But Monica yeah. was like, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? Some high school music. <laughs> yeah. exactly. There was nothing funnier than when they taught him how to play golf, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw that video. It was bad. And, uh, and I did shout out. <laughs> Shout out, bad shout out to the Mexican team where every single match you got to choke a black player. Every match. Well, what is that? Uh, we're not, oh, not even going to touch. The, oh, my the God. Ink. Every not match even, you do it, you know? And Acha Acha wasn't there. He's usually just out know? of nowhere. Right. On the like top every, rope. Every, <laughs> got it. Bro, choke, I someone, it. choke someone else. I mean, it was, it was Pepe, Tim Pepe this was time, a, if I remember correctly. Yeah. He got put in a headlock by Edson yeah, Alvarez. Right, exactly. And the, but Pepe, Pepe, you could be like, hey, trader, choke him, you know. But where are we going to take out? McKinney gets choked. Wea gets choked. Musa gets choked. McKinney Everybody, gets you know? choked again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just get, it, relax. It, all this to say, it has me really excited for the Gold Cup. Can't wait to see them. Uh, we don't even know our second opponent. We're playing Jamaica for sure. Second opponent to be determined at Messi's new house. And then it's actually Trinidad is who it's going to be. No, Uh-oh. Trinidad's the third They're The second is based on whoever wins the preliminary. Gotcha. So those three will be fun. Can't wait. I'm, I'm so excited for the gold cup. After watching the Mexico match, Canada, we did great. We lost two players to red card accumulation because they got baited into fights, which honestly, I don't mind fighting in soccer. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind it. I I know that's a little weird, but it it was entertaining. Even my father, who hasn't watched a soccer match in 15 years, was excited about it and told me about it the next day. So, cool. uh, Mike, you got any shout outs? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and give a quick shout out to, uh, to the rule book. Um, mm-hmm. You've done a real good job for a while here, but I think Miami and MLS, they're going to throw the whole thing out and start over. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you served your purpose. Appreciate your rule book. But as far as roster building goes, it's time to see the sunset go over the rainbow bridge, if you will. Um, with the rumor, <laughs> the rumor to be signing everybody that messes You get a DP. You get a DP. Everybody gets a DP. Yeah, they got five signings that they said that are coming in. Five, Cleon. I mean, five. as a rumor right now is obviously messy. 
Then they also got Busquets. Looks like that was pretty much confirmed today. They're signing a new coach. That's figured out right now that it looks like Tata Martino is coming back to MLS. They're also still talking with Jordi Alba. There's been talks about Di Maria, Suarez, and then some random guy from the Belgian League because they need a third striker. Like, I don't know what's going on. But, you know, I think that the league's going to help them make whatever happens as far as Messi's concerned. And that's fine. It's good for the league. But if you're going to end up doing that, change the roster rules and regulations for every other team starting next season is got to happen. Like I was making a joke earlier, but realistically I want the roster rules to change. I've been a firm believer in the fact that the current salary cap structure and the way we do things is kind of just silly. Like give me a salary cap ceiling, salary cap floor, call it a day. Nice and simple. No DPs, no TAM, none of this stuff. You could spend, you have to spend at least X amount. You can't spend more than Y amount. Call it a day. Well, if you did that, you wouldn't be able to get messy. Well, that's true, but the, the, there's shut up, Cleon. Let me just talk. <laughs> Cleon, Cleon just I, I froze like my screen didn't freeze. I was like, wait, oh, oh. They no, he's man, right because he's, he's the what, owner. Who knows? Exactly. He's going to be making like sixty mil, bro. That's right. He well, he is right because usually when we do that that scenario of ca- then cap, he's going to blow the ceiling and floor. See, we're he, usually talking about forty million being like the ceiling. And they're going to be paying Messi 50 to 60 million this year before talking about all those endorsement deals and other under the table money that he's getting from Adidas and Fanatics and from Apple. So, directly yeah. <laughs> lids, <laughs> just getting random, random endorsements, right? Foot yeah, they just need, yeah, they just Landscape. need to jack, the, jack that Build cap bear. way up. That's <laughs> Build a bear. <laughs> yeah, landscape. Hey, uh, you know, code line stand still works 10% off. To remind everybody. Yeah, you, yeah, use code Messi on a ball trimmer. You know, there you like, go. Yeah, exactly. No, I'll go go mine and you go last. You know, just a uh, shout out to the VJ Callahan era. He's been goaded best. You know, five and zero, two clean sheets. U.S. Men's National Team coach. That that coach. I'm not big on the national team since 2016. I'm kind of out uh, on on that. And uh, they could have brought me back a little bit, but that that coaching search was about as valid as uh, Newcastle's uh, shirt sponsorship search was. Yeah, they just they just Yikes. they just ended up they just ended up going with a Saudi company, so it was about as legit as that. But uh, you know, so little shout out to to BJ Callahan. You know, look, he someone said he looks like a, a, a strength strength and conditioning coach for an SEC team, and that was <laughs> that was just so funny. So so spot on uh, on that, and then uh, I said I think I had another one, but I forgot. But go ahead, Cleon. What do you got? I'm going to give a shout out to. Um, Current goal leader, Hani Mukhtar, with his 13 Ooh. fraudulent goals. Oh, wow. We're fraudulent. It's cooking. What do you mean fraudulent? Because how someone had four PKs already at this point in the season is beyond me. But uh, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call him former um, goal leader and former PK awarded king. Um, there is a new fraud in town. Pessy will be here very soon. <laughs> and if you think that MLS and Pro are not going to do everything in their power oh, really? to yeah. make sure Pessy is not in, in, in the playoffs this year, right. you got another thing coming. Oh, you better man. believe it's going to be red cards galore. Uncle Don's going to sell his soul. Kicks, penny, penalty kicks galore. Yeah. You're going to see Me- Messi's going to break the scoring record, bro, and it's going to be all it's going to be 75% penalties because that's, that's what they're going to do to ensure that they got, they got Messi in the playoffs uh-huh. by the end of this season. And, but it, and and they're going to yeah. need every last one of the penalties if you look at the standards right now. 
Hey, hey, that's that's good. And Cleon, you know, if Argentina started every single World Cup match with a penalty, imagine Miami. Like Argentina mm-hmm. came in spotted one nothing. Hey, hey, you know, we're just going well, even on France. Just assume, and, uh, hey, everybody yeah. playing into Miami, just assume you, you start this one game nothing. down one nothing, bro. Bro, that's the facts. <laughs> yeah, Pesci's gonna come in. Uh, uh, man, yeah, that's for sure. Now, okay, now so they're they're losing five players, Leo Bell, Leo Campana. Is uh is gonna is gonna be gone if Joseph's washed and whatever, right? So Clay, I want to ask you this one. Right, is there any player that Miami has currently that's not one of you know part of the 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 messy uh, fraternity over there? Um is any any players that they have right now you would want that they're gonna get rid of they gotta get rid of at least you know several more. So anybody there you take. Mm. I'd say they're keeper, but we got a good keeper. Keeper's good. We don't need him. I don't know, bro. I don't. I don't think they said give us Cara. The, the Cara only one. The only it? one. No, no, because for what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already, you already got, you already got Mr. Duncan McGuire at um with his right. with his with his one point zero eight goals per ninety, which <laughs> right. which which would be number one in the entire MLS. So right. I don't, I'm not I'm not downgrading. <laughs> if he played enough minutes, yes, yes, okay. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, was there anybody? Is there anybody you'd take from from Miami besides you know? I mean, for me, just because I think that he'd be an upgrade, he'd he'd be an upgrade on Kyle and Mikey. I would probably take DeAndre Yedlin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that he'd be one of the ones that's on the chopping block, but he is on a high salary, so maybe. Um, but that would, that would rule us out realistically. Uh, I just think he's got more pace than Kyle does and would be able to possibly do that Smithchenko role, uh, pretty well. Um, but that's really the only person I could think of that I would be interested. Anyone who thinks he's still going to be captain, it's an idiot. Like, come on. No, no. Messi takes that armband the second he steps foot on the practice field. Sorry to interrupt, Mike. I would love Yedlin, but I don't think... Miami's going to give up on him, and I think they would love to have him and get Messi to perform with him. So, yeah. Well, well, I would I would take Mota just because Gregor's the one out for the year, right? Mota's just out for a couple months. Uh, yes. Yeah, I would take Mota and you know stash him on the bench. We, you know, because Felipe is old. We need we need a you know a third D- DM would be good. That's who I would take. I got it. Mota. I, got it. I want to bring Kamar Miller back. I'm sorry, we're good. And uh, um, but you I know, Harvey mind Neville having Har- him back to be honest. Harvey Harvey Neville. You know, I I I bring him back here and just never play him. Set him on the bench forever. Not even not even call him up. Not even just because I don't like anybody with the Neville family. All of I gotta go to I gotta say I gotta say that I gotta say that. <laughs> I gotta say that holding on to to Yedlin to pair with Messi thing that almost sound like when um when Cleveland was drafting LeBron James and they and they asked uh, Ricky Davis what they thought about LeBron coming in and Ricky said oh oh I think he, they said what do you think LeBron's role is going to be they said oh they uh, they brought him in to help me score <laughs> that's Ricky what, Davis that's, that's what that that's what that Messi for holding on to Yedlin for for Messi right he never been short of yeah, Ricky that Davis. Is, Ricky Davis thought he was another guy to help him score, bro. Right, Ricky Davis never short on confidence. I never forget himself getting the triple double for himself, missing a shot to get he the missed rebound. His own shot to get his own rebound. Oh, yeah. what a legend! Well, guys, this is a huge. We'll wrap up here. This is a huge, huge week. 
We got one loss down to the to the really good Revs, and we got two of the top team clubs in the the league. The next uh, just what four days here, so it's gonna be really telling. One loss down, two to go. <laughs> Cleon, damn. Yeah, Cleon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> let, let's let's not hope that. <laughs> so, oh my, my positivity. Look, 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 it's a little positivity, but but you know, and, and you know what? Uh, uh, it's it's gonna be an interesting ride going on. But man, if you think you know, imagine online if we lose these next two, the chaos that's gonna ensue, and then 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 we go into League's Cup and get knocked out right out. Oof, this is gonna be interesting. A stretch this summer, and the summer of sadness might might be a little different, but. Let's hope it doesn't start this week, right, fellas? Let's not talk about summer of sadness. Hey, I said let's hope it's, it doesn't start. It's a different oh, edition that we're not going to entertain because it's not going to happen. Because right. summer we're going to get one it. win out of the next two. I like it. On, the, let's on that on that note, a little positive, a little sunshine. Uh, vamos, Orlando. See you guys. Uh, we'll see us. Oh, check out Dad, the Dad Pod. Uh, Mike's been handling it there when Alex B's out there went to London to watch a baseball game. It's weird, right? I'm just kidding. I, I get it, but you know, it's still kind of funny to go watch a baseball game. You know, but just I guess out there to it, watch I, my Cubbies beat his Cardinals. Don't I, worry. I, yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's probably the same when the English people come and see us go zero zero at home. Same, you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably similar. But um, yeah. So Mike will be handling it. Dad, we'll, we'll we'll all try to get on within there. But you know, sometimes after a win or something. If uh, you know, people are quiet. Let's just get the let's talk. I, I like the the contributions people make. A lot of intelligent takes. Um, we have a lot of people, a lot of a range of different opinions come in there. So if you're not familiar with it, if you're more on Twitter, I mean on Instagram and stuff like that, and listen to us, um, just you know, just tune in on on Twitter. Then after dark, everybody gets their take, and we get to have a good conversation. All right. So with that said, vamos Orlando. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us this week on the Orlando Lions Den Podcast. Don't forget to follow us at Orlando Lions Den on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. See you next week in the Den.